Welcome to the Daily Business and Finance Show. Elon Musk admits fault with Cybertruck, causing Tesla's stock to plummet. Stock market dips after Powell's comments on inflation and policy. Market investors underestimate global concerns, warns Paul Singer. Solar stocks take a hit as SolarEdge reports disappointing Q3 sales. Add in TC surge in stock price following strong Q3 results and increased cash flow guidance. Enphase downgraded by Scotiabank amidst slow residential solar recovery, but utility scale remains attractive. Crude oil prices rise as U.S. forces prevent attacks. U.S. plans oil purchase for SPR, FCC takes steps towards restoring net neutrality rules for internet service providers. Altria's NJOY sues illicit disposable vapor manufacturers seeking damages. Stay tuned after the short ad break to learn more about these headlines. Shares of Tesla declined by 5% during pre-market trading. This drop followed the release of the company's earnings report and comments made by CEO Elon Musk regarding concerns about the Cybertruck. Musk expressed that bringing the Cybertruck to market and ensuring its profitability will pose challenges. He emphasized that it will take approximately one to one and a half years before it starts generating significant positive cash flow. Additionally, Musk estimated that by 2025, Tesla may achieve an annual production rate of 250,000 Cybertrucks. U.S. stocks closed lower on Thursday due to comments made by Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell, mixed earnings results, and economic data. The Nasdaq Composite declined by 0.96%, the S&P 500 retreated by 0.85%, and the Dow slipped by 0.75%. Netflix experienced a surge in shares following strong earnings, while Tesla saw a decline due to missed expectations on their Cybertruck. All sectors of the S&P closed negatively except for communication services, which was boosted by Netflix and AT&T's improved cash flow guidance. Among the top gainers were Union Pacific and Las Vegas Sands, while Blackstone reported lower-than-expected earnings. Treasury yields fluctuated after Powell's remarks, with the 10-year yield reaching its highest level since July 2007 at 5%. Economic data indicated improvements in jobless claims but a decline in existing home sales. Paul Singer, CEO of Elliott Investment Management, cautions that investors may be overlooking the significance of geopolitical tensions involving Russia, China, and Iran. According to him, the current state of calm in the markets fails to reflect the true level of danger faced by the world. Additionally, Singer raises apprehensions about private credit and advises considering receiver options as a protective measure during periods of market stress. SolarEdge Technologies experienced a sharp decline in its shares, dropping by 18.4%. This drop was a result of the company revising its Q3 revenue outlook downwards. SolarEdge attributed this revision to unexpected cancellations and delays in its European distributor backlog, as well as slower installation rates in September. Consequently, Q3 revenues are now projected to be between $720 million and $730 million, which is significantly lower than the previously guided range of $880 million to $920 million and falls short of analyst estimates of approximately $910 million. The impact of SolarEdge's announcement was not limited to their own stock. Other solar companies such as Enphase Energy, Sunrun, and SunPower also experienced declines in response. Shares of AT&T surged over 3% in pre-market trading. 
the telecom giant raised its full-year free cash flow guidance and reported better-than-expected Q3 results. Led by CEO John Stankey, AT&T now expects free cash flow to reach around $16.5 billion for the year, up from the previous estimate of $16 billion or more. Adjusted EBITDA is also anticipated to grow at least 4%, compared to the prior guidance of 3% or more. Competitors Verizon and T-Mobile also saw pre-market gains following these results. In Q3, AT&T reported adjusted earnings per share of $0.64 cents with revenue increasing by 1% year-over-year to $30.4 billion. Notably, mobility services revenue rose by 3.7% to $15.9 billion, leading to record-breaking mobility operating income for the company. Additionally, total mobility revenue grew by 2% year-over-year to $20.7 billion during this period. Enphase Energy shares declined by 6.1% following a downgrade from Scotiabank. The solar stock was downgraded due to concerns regarding inventory, pricing risks, and overall demand. Additionally, the analyst also reduced the price target for SolarEdge Technologies. However, in the clean tech sector, utility-scale companies Array Technologies and Nextracker, along with residential installers SunNova and SunRun, were identified as potential value opportunities. Crude oil prices experienced a significant surge during after-hours trading due to escalating tensions in the Middle East. In Syria, the U.S. military successfully intercepted drone strikes, while the Department of Energy has announced plans to purchase oil for the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Initially, oil futures dropped following eased sanctions on Venezuela. However, OPEC Plus sources indicate that this development does not currently necessitate any policy changes. Analysts emphasize that for Venezuela to become a relevant oil exporter, substantial investments and improvements in infrastructure are required. The Federal Communications Commission, also known as the FCC, has recently voted 3 to 2 in favor of advancing a proposed rule that aims to reinstate net neutrality. Net neutrality is a principle that prevents internet providers from exerting control over certain types of online traffic. This decision represents a significant shift from the FCC's previous repeal of net neutrality in 2017 during the Trump administration. FCC Chairwoman Jessica Rosenworcel has emphasized the crucial importance of maintaining an open and fair internet, particularly in light of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. The concept of net neutrality has been a highly debated and contentious issue between internet users and service providers, often resulting in legal battles and state-level legislation. As a result of this regulatory change, it is anticipated that stocks for major internet providers such as Comcast, Charter Communications, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and Netflix may be impacted. Altria Group's subsidiary, NJOY, has initiated legal proceedings in California against 34 manufacturers, distributors, and online retailers involved in the production and sale of illegal disposable e-vapor products. The lawsuit alleges that these companies are in violation of both California's flavor ban law and federal regulations. NJOY is seeking a nationwide injunction to halt their operations and substantial damages as a result of their unlawful activities. It is important to note that the defendants have not obtained authorization from the FDA, with some even being subject to import alerts. Altria Vice President Murray Garnick emphasized the necessity of taking action due to the unacceptable state of the illicit e-vapor market. 
Thank you for joining us on the Daily Business and Finance Show. Stay informed, stay inspired, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. I'm Montgomery Jones. And I'm Amalia Dupre. Until tomorrow, farewell. This content is sourced from the Seeking Alpha website, so support our podcast by becoming a Seeking Alpha Premium subscriber. See the show notes page for links to sign up. This episode is produced by Classic Studios. Check out our other podcasts in our network at classicstudios.com.